Alright, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It's me, your history teacher, Mr. Chan or Mr. D, whichever one you want to call me, that's fine. I want to start by saying hi to the people who are from overseas who happen to be listening into this podcast. Uh, I don't really know why you're listening to this or how you managed to find this podcast, but hey, if it helps you in your revision or if you just want something to laugh at, then... Um, Thanks for listening, I guess. I mean, either that or you could be my students and um, you're listening into the podcast using VPNs because I guess it's a thing now and you're using the VPN to play games. Who knows? So I'm just going to jump straight into the topic for today. Okay, so I'll be talking about the SEQ, the structured essay question that I gave to you on the 20th of April. This is the Korean War one. Um, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, the question is, the Korean War was caused largely by the ambitions of the two Korean leaders. How far do you agree with this statement? Explain your answer. So, standard uh, Part B type SEQ question. Uh, just that here, because the question is asking you for ambitions of the two Korean leaders, you have to consider both King, uh, Kim Il-sung and Syngman Rhee as one factor. So you have to explain that in one paragraph. That is your given factor. You have to talk about both these leaders uh, in the same paragraph. Um, and they will both answer just one point, which is their ambition. So let's just talk about that first. Which, I mean, if you have gone through the video lesson... Um, if you've done your own revision already, then you know that these two people were highly authoritarian. Um, they resorted to many drastic steps in order to control their own house of Korea. Uh, they also wanted to reunite Korea under their own leadership. So both sides didn't really want to budge. They, um, it was an all or nothing kind of scenario. They didn't want the other side to hold on to uh, one half of Korea if they were going to um, lead Korea, they didn't want to be leaders of just half a country. They wanted to lead the whole country. So both of them often went to the USA and USSR for help in doing so. Um, so let's talk about what you need to write for this. When you attempt this question, you need to give me examples of how they, um, how they sort of uh, created this grip on their own house of Korea, how they created the DPRK and ROK, um, how is it that they actually went about doing that, what were their personalities like, um, and why is it that... So for Syngman Rhee, it is pretty clear why is it that the US actually refused to provide them with weapons at first. Um, and it's purely because uh, Syngman Rhee was a bit of a wild card and he was actually somebody who even the West saw as being too extreme. So they didn't want to risk another war. That's why they didn't supply him with weapons. Um, and you know on the other side in North Korea that Kim Il-sung was very actively trying to uh, win over support from the USSR. So both of these examples, um, they will show off why is it that the two Korean leaders were so ambitious? Okay, so you have to talk about that and that will explain your given factor. And that's just your given factor. So the question here that you need to answer is whether it was the ambition of both these men 
that led to the Korean War happening, right? So we'll take the Korean War or the start of the Korean War as when North Korea invaded South Korea. So that will be the start of the Korean War. Now, you have to go back and think about what it means when you when I say that when I say that the Korean War or the beginning of the Korean War is when North Korea invaded South Korea. Um, I would expect a lot of you to talk about the U.S. and the U.N. General MacArthur and how um, the U.N. forces pushed too far into uh, North Korea, and that's why China got involved. So China is also part of the war. China also caused the war. But I really need you to think about what the question is asking you for and what you think the time frame of this question should be. So we are looking for the reasons why the Korean War happened, okay? So I think if you are trying this question or if you have already tried this question and you've written down your answer, you have to really think if you have brought in the USA, UN, um, uh, China into your essay, how is it that you're doing that? Because there is a right way and a wrong way in terms of this particular question, okay? So what we're doing is we're examining whether it is a civil war or whether it is an extension of the Cold War and how these two um, relationships actually, uh, how the interplay between these two relationships, these two conflicts. So going back to... Uh, how to attempt the question and uh, what you should be writing next. So once you have explained the ambitions of both leaders, I need you th to make the next logical step, which is think about whether or not the war could have happened if neither superpower lent them any resources. Okay, so if the US, I mean the US was already not providing Syngman Rhee with any weapons, um, any artillery, anything that he could use to wage a war, right? But Kim Il-sung was a different case. Kim Il-sung constantly went to the USSR um, and begged them to supply them with weapons, and the USSR eventually did. So if we are talking about here the reasons for why the North invaded the South, then you are also looking at the reasons why the USSR was willing to supply North Korea with weapons and with training necessary to build up their army. So the question that I want you to really think about is um, whether or not war would have happened if the North Koreans never received any resources, any weapons, any training from the USSR. So for that, for your next two paragraphs that you're going to have to write, you will need to examine the reason for why both superpowers got involved, but specifically why the USSR was uh, keen to join in this conflict, keen to support the North Koreans. Okay, so let's examine the reasons why the USSR got involved in the Korean War, and you can split it up into two uh, very big points. First of all, being the fact that they developed their own nuclear weapons. Okay, so what does the nuclear weapons or what does the nuclear testing actually mean? It means that the global balance of power shifted back into their favor. Or not, not necessarily in their favor, but there was a bit of equilibrium now. 
So after World War II, you know that the USA brought out their atomic bombs. They dropped two in order to show the rest of the world that they had more than just one. It was not, they were not some kind of, um, it was not just like a, a last resort trump cut kind of thing. And then after that, they didn't have any more. So that's why they dropped two atomic bombs. So that made the Soviets very antsy. They made them very worried. Stalin was worried that, um, why is it that they only brought it out now? Do they have more? Were they saving it for something like the USSR? Um, because, frankly, the atomic bombs could have ended World War II a lot sooner. Okay, So Stalin was very worried that if they tried to push too far or push the USA too far during this Cold War conflict, that the USA would bring out their own nuclear weapons. So they needed a deterrent. And the only deterrent for nuclear weapons would be other nuclear weapons. So Stalin, at the very beginning, when North Korea kept coming to him for uh, military aid, he was very worried or very... He was a bit tentative to get the USA or to entangle the USSR in another conflict. He was very worried that if he pushed the North Koreans too far, if he pushed the Korean conflict too far, that the USA might bring out the nuclear weapons at all. Um, and the proximity of Korea to China and to the USSR is, is actually very near. So that would not be something that's ideal, right? So why is it that the situation changed? So the situation changed because the USSR developed their own nuclear weapons. So you don't have to go into too much detail as to how they develop their nuclear weapons and everything, but you just have to be able to cite that as, as an example as to why Stalin was suddenly ready to support the North Koreans because suddenly the USA is not as scary as, mo as, as before because if they wanted to use their nuclear weapons, fine, we have our own nuclear weapons as well. Okay, So that's one reason why Stalin and the USSR got involved in the Korean War they provided troops and military supplies, equipment needed for the DPRK to go to war. Now, the second reason is the development of a new communist bloc in China. Okay, so China shares the same land border as um, Korea. And because China is communist, they can only ally themselves with other communist countries and it's China, USSR versus the rest of the world, right? And because the North was so willing to uh, align themselves and identify themselves as communists, that it was easy for China to want to support North Korea because China is also worried that if the West actually managed to conquer uh, North Korea or take control of um the entire Korean Peninsula, then there would be a springboard into China as well. Okay, so why Stalin was so ready to support North Korea was also because of communist China, because of the Sino-Soviet uh, alliance that they had. So China was willing to support Kim as well. Um, they also offered training and um, offered support to their troops. Right? And then there, all, there was always this um, fallback plan if, let's say, the USA pushed too far into North Korea, which they did, China would respond because they would have troops on standby at the land border that China and North Korea share. Okay, because of these two large factors, you have the USSR that's very keen 
to lend them um, any resources necessary to start this war to invade South Korea. Okay, because the USSR is no longer afraid that the USA will do something. And that goes into the next paragraph that you need to talk about. So if you're going to blame the USA, then the only thing you can blame them for is the fact that Korea was never a priority for the United States. They were not part of their defense plan. Um, they were too occupied in the Philippines, in Taiwan, in Japan. They didn't care about Korea. Okay, so South Korea... Uh, was not a priority. They didn't want to give Syngman Rhee any weapons as well because they were worried that he might do something drastic. And because of that, when Syngman Rhee, um, or when the South actually tried to have skirmishes along the border, the DMZ, uh, and they constantly failed, it, it gave the North Koreans the impetus and the motivation and basically a signal for why they should invade. South Korea because um, they were presented with such an opportunity that they couldn't turn down. So because the USA didn't include them in their defense perimeter, um, I mean, it, it was it, they were sitting ducks. Okay, South Korea was sitting ducks. So the USA's fault here is that they didn't care enough about Korea. Of course, you can't really say that. Uh, you have to phrase it in a way that sounds a bit more academic. So I'll leave it that. I'm, I'm leaving that up to you. Okay, because I'm not going to spoon-feed you all the answers. Right, so we have covered quite a few things in this particular essay. First, the ambitions of both Korean leaders. Then why Stalin was so willing to go to war and to... Not, not go to war, but to support the North Koreans' attempt to go to war. And the fact that the USA didn't support the South enough. And that's how the Korean War happened. Okay, so for your conclusion, I mean, you can always use your causation factors. You can talk about um, what the preconditions were like. I mean, the preconditions here would be, you have to consider a few things, which is the Cold War conflict was one precondition. The ambitions of both Kore uh, Korean leaders is also another precondition. The catalyst would have been, um, the catalyst could have been, um, China as a communist bloc, or even the failed uh, border clashes. And I mean, the trigger uh, could also be the border clashes as well. All right, so you have to play around and decide which one of that uh, will make most sense within your argument. So I'm going to look forward to reading whatever you guys write. Um, I know not all of you have uploaded it yet. I'm just going to. Uh, hold off from reading that until the actual deadline, which is the 24th this Friday. Yeah, I hope you guys are safe. Uh, strange times for all of us during this uh, home-based learning and COVID-19 situation. But I hope you guys are well. Um, don't worry so much about your national exams just yet. There'll be more info on that coming soon in the days to come. And... Yeah, just make sure you check your school emails and you'll be fine. Okay, bye.